Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decky Diets podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how to work through wanting to improve your relationship with food and stop your binging while also navigating digestive and or hormonal issues. And I think this is such an important topic because working with hundreds of clients at this point to stop their binge eating Many of my clients have had either PCOS, IBS, gut issues, thyroid problems, mispeeriods, bloating, which is always a big one, constipation, and other hormonal imbalances. And I've personally gone through this myself. I've struggled with severe bloating, um, hormonal imbalances, adrenal fatigue, SIBO, which is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. And I know it can be so frustrating when you are struggling with more than one thing, because which one do you focus on? Can you focus on both? Will fixing one help to fix the other? There's so much to think about. And although I'm not an expert in coaching or even digestive issues, I've gone through it myself, but my husband is definitely someone who can help balance your hormones. I'll leave his info down below in the show notes, but I want to share with you my experience dealing with hormonal and gut issues, all while struggling with binging and my relationship with food and just kind of share how I navigated it in hopes that this can help you as well too. So first things first, I want you to know that if you have hormonal or digestive issues, you can one hundred percent heal your relationship with food and end binge eating. I just need to say that because at the time when I was struggling with all these things, I felt like my type of food freedom looked different than other people. And what I mean by that is when I was getting support and I was in a group coaching program, I would see these ladies, you know, eating chocolate and brownies and all these like fun foods at the time. And I couldn't eat a lot of those things. I couldn't just like go out to the restaurant and order whatever I wanted because everything bloat me. (laughs) And I felt like I couldn't release or kind of fully let go because I truly needed to be careful of what I was eating. You know, obviously nobody likes feeling like crap and feeling bloated all the time, but here's one mindset shift that you can take on that really, really helped me. So whatever your circumstances, maybe you need to be mindful of gluten or dairy, or your body is, you know, sensitive to a certain food, you get a stomach ache, you bloat, you get constipated, or maybe just like your joints hurt after eating certain foods. 
Now, unless you truly have an allergy and you're intolerant to a particular food item, you can have it. Yes, it comes with consequences, but you can have it. And this is such a big mindset piece to focus on because as soon as you tell yourself you can't have something, you want it even more. And the reality is, is I used to get such bad gas and bloating from eating chocolate, even dark chocolate. It was probably the dairy, but it would be so bad. And what do you think I would do every single bench or like 99.9% of the time? that I would binge. I would have chocolate (laughs) because in my mind, I told myself I'm bad for eating it. And not only was I afraid of, you know, the calories and all that, but I knew it wasn't good for me. So it was kind of like, here, take this self-sabotage. Like you're not just overdoing it calorie wise, but you're also not benefiting your health. So like, what the heck just binge. Right. And the truth is you can eat the food that doesn't sit well with you. You can, you just need to know that it will come with consequences. And when you know the consequences, you need to ask yourself and decide, is it worth it? Is it truly worth it? There may be some days when maybe you're going out for dinner and getting the brownie with the ice cream is a big no-no because the last time you did that, you felt sick for an entire week. But maybe eating dinner at that place isn't so bad. Like there are still some consequences, maybe, you know, if you have something with dairy in it, but you're like, this is worth it. I really love their pasta with this type of sauce. I don't have it often, so it's worth it. This is the difference. It's not that you can't have it. You can just knowing full well that you might not feel well. Can you accept that and be okay with it, right? We're not throwing our health out the window and doing this all the time, but it's recognizing that you can be mindful of certain foods and also have it once in a while and not have it be a big deal. I work with a lot of clients right now. I'm working with a client with PCOS. And she needs to be mindful of like dairy and and gluten and all that stuff. And, you know, she mentioned like the other day she had some pasta and yeah, she didn't feel the best, but she was like, it was worth it. I don't do this every single day. And I was craving it. You know, you get to a point where you have to really ask yourself is stressing over the fact that you really want this pasta and you're not allowing yourself to have the pasta. Is that really worth it? Like for me, every single time I did that, it would just build, 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 build. My health would get worse because I was so stressed out. And then I would just binge on the pasta, which was like 10 times worse, right? And stress is the absolute worst thing. Physically, mentally, emotionally, hormone-wise, gut-wise, binging-wise, right? So instead of spending so much time stressing over what you can eat and what you can't eat, it's way better to just eat the food, right? Like that would be much healthier for you than thinking about the calories and stressing about it. And then like thinking about it all the time and going back and forth, should I eat it? Should I not? And I remember once actually doing a food sensitivity test because in my mind, I thought if I just knew 
what foods bloat me, then it would be much easier for me to figure out what to eat because at this point, everything bloat me. It's not like I could kind of just check in with myself and see, oh, wow, like I got really bloated after eating this certain food. Like I would wake up, drink water and feel bloated. So, you know, always looking for a solution. So I did this food sensitivity test and I'm not even kidding you guys. I was like crying, but I was kind of laughing at the same time because the amount of food that I could not eat was literally ridiculous, like pages, pages long and nothing says stress. Like, Oh, by the way, you can't eat like 200 foods that you normally eat. Right. And even worse, there were actually foods that were in red that were supposedly like really bad for my body, according to this test. And then there were like foods that were highlighted in like yellow or whatever that were still bad for me, but like not so bad. And I'm like, that literally just messes with my head even more because knowing my personality back then, I wouldn't dare to eat a food that was bad, but not so bad for me because I'd automatically just think I was doing something wrong. And I remember once talking to a functional medicine practitioner and she said, you know, obviously there's so many factors that go into this test and eating, even eating a lot of, um, the same foods like over and over again can cause sensitivity in the stomach. Right. So there's just so much more to look at that. Um, I remember eating almond butter, like all the time and no wonder I was sensitive to it. Cause I just like ate it so much. And she also talked about the, the stress part. And she said, you know, with everything that you're going through right now, like stressing about these foods is just going to be way worse for you. So as hard as it was, I tried to stop stressing so much and really started pulling on gentle nutrition and just trying my best to show my body love and showing ourselves love can mean eating some chocolate today because you crave it but then maybe not eating some tomorrow because you know that maybe it's not the best for you in your particular situation, or maybe, you know, when you have too much of it, your stomach hurts. Like it's not a rule. You just maybe need to be more mindful than some other people and food freedom and your particular path to conquering binge eating is going to look different for, from everyone. I have a client who doesn't have a gallbladder. She can't eat a lot of fat. I mentioned about the client that has PCOS who can't have a lot of dairy or gluten. So she needs to get creative with recipes and have these different alternatives like red lentil, quinoa pasta, and just being more mindful. And it does take a bit more effort, but there's something so beautiful about respecting your body and finding new foods that do cooperate with your body that you do enjoy. And a benefit of actually doing the food sensitivity test, maybe not the only benefit, <laughs> um, it mentioned that yucca or cassava was a safe food for me. I've actually never heard of this before. So of course I looked it up. It looks kind of cool, kind of weird. I went to the store and I bought it. And it's kind of like a potato. So I cut it up into like fry, into like a fry shape. Um, I boiled it. I cooked it in the oven with some coconut oil. And 
holy shit. It was so good. And I literally became obsessed with this cassava and my entire family actually enjoys it. And it got me excited, right? So sometimes it's not so much about what do you need to take out of your diet? What can I not eat? Because that's stressful and that's all consuming, but it's more so about like, what can I add in? What are some new foods that I can try? Can I have fun in the process of this experimenting and trying new foods? Can I make the best of it? I truly, truly, truly believe we always have two choices. Number one, focus on the problem and what's wrong. Or two, focus on the solution and what you can control. So that's what I did. I explored new grocery stores. I tried new foods. I got creative with some recipes. It's all about this abundance mindset and truly focusing on what you can control given your situation. Now, another question that I was kind of asking myself and now so many people ask me is, can I work on my relationship with food while tackling my gut and my hormonal issues? Of course, you can do whatever you feel is best for you, right? I'm going to share my experience and belief around this, and then you can truly make the most empowered decision for yourself. So I first started with my bloating and my gut issues because at the time, this was so long ago, but at the time, I don't think I really understood that I had a binge eating problem. I figured like you know, if I just figured out like the whole bloating situation, then my binging would probably like fix itself. But anyways, I started with my bloating and my gut issues by doing that food sensitivity test. And I worked with a naturopath and nothing helped my bloating, like nothing. And of course, because I was still binging, right? I wasn't focusing on that. I was still completely out of control with food. I was always eating way past fullness. And the problem was that the protocols that I was put on, it was whether it was, you know, following the food sensitivity test or following what my naturopath recommended to me in terms of what I should eat, I didn't follow it. Like I couldn't, my binge urges were still there. In fact, they became even stronger because now there was even more pressure, even more rules And it wasn't just rules of don't eat this because it's too high in calories or it doesn't fit your macros, but it was then don't eat this because you're quote unquote, not allowed to, it's going to hurt your gut or don't eat this because your naturopath told you, you shouldn't eat it. Right. And I honestly was like binging even more and even more bloated. And then I said to myself, I need to fix my binging. And my relationship with food, because I will never be able to follow any of these protocols that I truly need to in order to heal my gut and balance my hormones if I don't have a healthy mindset with food. So I decided to focus on my binging and really just getting rid of those freaking urges that were literally driving me batshit crazy. So when I reached out for support at the time, I was still in this mindset of food rules. So I still had my food rules. I was still in the back of my mind, like trying to be mindful of these inflammatory foods that weren't the best for me because 
you don't just unlearn this. You can't just look at like a food sensitivity test and see that there are quote unquote foods that like are bad for for your body and just ignore that. Like you can't just like, you can't just escape that. Right. It's like still in the back of my mind. That's like, if you've ever tracked calories and then you went into intuitive eating, you don't just like forget about the calories, right? Like you might not be counting them or tracking them, but you kind of still memorize them. Like they're still in the back of your mind. Right. So I kind of still had those food rules. I was still being mindful and I still had the mentality that like these foods were bad and these foods were good. So there was a lot of mindset work, a lot of mindset work that needed to be done. And I needed to get out of this perfectionist mindset and really shift a lot of the thoughts in my mind. So it was definitely a process. But after some time passed, of course, there was this fear of waking, right? Of course, some body image issues. I felt uncomfortable in my own skin. I was still bloated. And I remember constantly thinking in my mind, I wouldn't be able to fully allow myself the freedom that other people have. And I just needed to remind myself that this was my journey and my journey might look different than everyone else's and that's okay. But if you're anything like me, you want the best of the best, right? You want to do everything that you can to be the best version of yourself. So what do you think I did? (laughs) Here I was, I was ready to see a functional medicine practitioner because maybe this time I'll be able to fix my bloating. Don't know why I'm speaking like that, but here's my reality. Once again, I was trying to do both at the same time. So here we go again, having some really good days with food and really good days with my bloating. And then some really crappy days with my binging. And of course, huge flare-ups with my bloating, as if I just didn't learn the first time. So after trying to juggle both, I really needed to sit down and remind myself that this was going to take time. My gut, my hormonal issues, and my binging issues did not happen overnight. I needed to be patient and focus on one thing at a time so that Whatever I was focusing on, I can go all in, right? Because the reality is, is I've spent years, years dieting, yo-yo dieting, restricting, binging. So I can't expect my binging to stop overnight. And I can't expect my hormonal and my gut issues that are so like in depth, like just all of a sudden, you know, be perfect tomorrow. So I decided I really needed to focus on my relationship with food, right? So fast forward without going on and on and on fast forward, I did heal my relationship with food. I completely ended my binge eating and felt really free with food for the first time in my life, despite still having gut issues, bloating issues and hormonal issues. So I want to really stress that and remember that you can't, You can conquer binge eating despite having these hormonal issues. Okay. And honestly, this felt really good. I was super happy, obviously. And I knew that since I was in a better place mentally with food and I stopped feeling those binge urges, I could then heal my gut and my hormones. So here we are 
a good relationship with food, feeling really free, zero binge urges. And I, so I'm from Canada and I heard about this other functional medicine practitioner in the States. And at this point, because I healed my relationship with food and I was like feeling so freaking incredible, I'm like, I am going to freaking conquer these gut and hormonal issues. Like if I can stop my binging that felt like a hellhole half the time, I can conquer this as well too. So I worked with this practitioner and at first I was put on a certain plan with supplements, um, certain foods, et cetera, no issues sticking with it. Like I had no issues and I was, you know, surprised, right? Because again, like coming from somebody who couldn't stick with anything for, you know, uh, more than like a week, I had no issue sticking with it, but my bloating was still not getting any better. And just being honest, it was months, like I think seven months and I didn't feel any different. And I knew it wasn't because I wasn't sticking to the plan. Like I was right. I had no issues doing it. I had no issues following it. But he mentioned that I was one of those difficult cases, so to speak. And we really needed to get rigid to like get to the to get to the root of things. Right. And I mean, like I mentioned, after years and years of yo-yo dieting, restricting and binging, I I, I understood. Right. Like I kind of messed things up a little bit. Right. Not my fault. I was just doing the best that I could with what I knew at the time. So here we are. I needed to do a very strict protocol. I'm not going to get into it because it doesn't really matter what I specifically did. Um, But to be honest, it was strict to get my gut to where it needed to be. And you guys, there was zero binging the entire time. In fact, I didn't even have the urge to binge, even on this like super, super, super crazy strict plan. And he even mentioned to me, he's like, this is honestly hard for people who actually never even had any food issues, but knowing your history, like you're doing freaking incredible. And I did, like I did it. And don't get me wrong. There were some days where it was hard, not hard in the sense of like, I couldn't stick to it, but more just like pushing through when you don't know if this is the right thing to do. And it's so rigid. And in my mind, because I was so past diet culture, And I was like, so against like meal plans. And I don't ever do meal plans for my clients. I don't get them to track macros, or any of that stuff. And because I was so against that, and he like put me on this strict plan, I was like, no, this is not realistic. This is not a lifestyle. Like, what are you doing? Um, But at that time, I needed to really trust the expert. And finally, you guys, Finally, after months and months and months of supplements and rigid protocols and investing a crap ton of money, like insane amounts of money into these supplements, into the coaching, into the protocols, I finally felt like myself again. And I was able to eat chocolate without farting up a storm. And, you know, I was able to do this without zero urges to binge. And after all this time working on myself, working on my health, healing my relationship with food, healing my gut, it was so worth it. And I tell my clients all the time, when you focus on your relationship with food first, everything falls into play. You have weight loss goals, 
Focus on your relationship with food and your weight will naturally settle into a healthy place and you'll never have to diet again. No more yo-yo dieting. You have gut or hormonal issues. Focus on your relationship with food first so that you can actually be able to heal without binging. This is it. Your relationship with food needs to be the main focus. And trust me, I've learned from experience and years and years of doing this. And one thing I'll say too is prioritizing your relationship with food does not mean disregarding other areas like your gut and your hormones. It just means that your mental health needs to be a huge focus so that everything else can follow. Um, Like I mentioned about my client with the PCOS, she has completed four months inside of the Ditch Ducky Diets Academy program. And I helped her to shift her thinking and rewiring her brain. So she did completely stop her binge and emotional eating. And she's now, we're, we're still working together, um, but she's now focusing on her hormones and getting her gut healthy. And it makes me so happy to see because you deserve it all. You deserve the health, the body, the life, the joy. You truly can have it all when you do things in the right order. You do not need to settle for mediocre health. You don't have to settle for okay hormones or okay digestion or, you know, having some good days with food and some not good days with food. No, you can have it all. And sometimes you need to keep fighting. You'll hear people say, you're fine. Nothing's wrong. And you know, deep down, that's not the case. You got to keep fighting. You'll hear people say, you know, that's just the way it is. Or like, you'll be fine. Or you're always going to struggle. It's just, you're just going to have to accept it. No, I've had to fight for my relationship with food and my bloating. I got shut down by my doctor saying, I don't have a food problem. I was just stressed out. Yet I was binging every single day and feeling extremely obsessive and guilty with food. Like that's not normal, right? I went to therapy for just a few sessions. And honestly, I felt like she just didn't understand anything that I was saying. And like when I said I was going through an out-of-body experience and it didn't feel like me when I was binging, I don't feel like she understood that. But I knew I knew somebody out there would understand me. So I didn't give up. I didn't give up when things didn't work. I committed to the process and found a solution. That's how I got to where I'm at today. I don't take, I don't take no for an answer. I don't take, you're just going to have to like live with this for an answer. I don't take, you're a really tough case. So like, I don't really know. No, I am going to find a solution. I am going to find a solution. That's the way that I work. I don't care how much I have to invest or how much time I need to put into it because I know what feeling good, like I know feeling good is possible for every single person. I know that. I know that to be true deep down. I know every single person can have a healthy gut. Every single person can have good hormones. Every single person could be free from binge eating. I know that. The journey to get there will inevitably look different for every single person. Heck, my journey to becoming binge-free looked different than a lot of people because I was navigating some other 
issues as well too. You might be also navigating um, ADHD. I work with some clients that have ADHD. Um, I have some clients with depression and anxiety. So you're like, you can't compare where you're at and what you're eating and what you're doing and how fast you're progressing with somebody who may not have those issues. Right. So I truly would not be here today over two years, completely binge free and having a way better gut, healthier hormones. If I didn't commit trust and stick with it and of course get support. Right. And I truly believe everything that we go through is for a reason. I think I, well, I know, I know deep down that I needed to go through these gut issues, these hormonal issues, severe bloating issues for me to realize what true health was high energy, good digestion, clear skin, a happy gut, freedom with food, zero guilt, low anxiety, not cutting as many calories as I can, not obsessing about everything that I was eating, not feeling guilty if I ate a cookie or if I missed a workout. This truly helped me to take care of my body, to nourish it properly, and to really understand how important it is to eat, right? Eat enough, eat a variety of foods. This is so important. So what I ask of you, if you're listening to this podcast, is to please share this episode, whether you share it on your stories on Instagram, or you text this to a friend or a family member who may need to hear this. I remember exactly what it was like going through all of this. And I want to give anyone, everyone out there who is going through this right now, so much hope to keep going, to stay committed, because you're going to find a way out. You're going to find a solution. So you can decide how you want to share this episode. It would mean a lot to me and also to your friend and family member or client or whoever. They are truly going to appreciate it when they heal their relationship with food and gut issues or hormonal issues. They're going to think of you. You're the one who led them to this podcast. So go ahead and share this episode and make somebody's day. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope you truly enjoyed this episode. Stay committed, trust the process, reach out for support. You do not need to do this alone. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.